Arctic fox. Arctic fox. You like a silvery white or what? Oh no, Arctic fox is a brand. Oh. And I got Poseidon blue. Well, you know all those. Do you, you know the colors they have? So Arctic fox could well be. Arctic total fox totally sounds like a color. Like I, I totally get it. I'm not judging you. <laughs> I'm just telling you that it's not. everyone and welcome back to eight hour chat a weekly discussion where we no longer try and cram eight hours of inappropriate work chat into about an hour we're just chatting now my name is oscar i'm joined as always by my co-host and best bud shan how art thou shan good we just spoke yesterday it's parting, hot parting the kimono okay fully. yeah we're like, recording two podcasts in, parting the kimono. <laughs> it's weird <laughs> parting the kimono uh we're recording two podcasts in a row because Shan is going... Oh, my voice is cracked. That's <clears throat> right. Um, Shan is going to be out for a couple weeks. For a week. Yeah, I'm going to be gone. And Are I was like, mm, we can record this, but I don't want to take all my stuff to this, record this. Is this where you're going to go meet the bebe? The baba! Yes. Meet the bebe? I'm going to meet the bebe. I'm also going to hang out with my niece. I like her too. This the baby's like so small that it doesn't do much besides eat, sleep, and like stare at bright lights in front of its face. I mean, the baby's like two months old at this point. Hmm. So it's like a baby, baby. It's like a baby. Like it's a doll at this point. <laughs> at this current point, it is a doll. Um, so that's fine. So I'm very, very, very excited. Where are you um, going? Vegas or Oregon? Oregon. She moved Oregon. back to Oregon, yeah. Mm. So we going up to Oregon. We're going, um, I'm going to be able to see the mountain range in my tattoo. That's cool. Yeah. Because you can see it out my grandma's back porch and they all live in the same area. So mm-hmm. I'm very, very, very excited. Um, I hope you have a great time. Yeah, we're driving. Oh, Can I tell fun. you we're driving? How, how long is the drive? Uh, 12 hours if we drive straight. Okay. We're probably not going to drive straight. Um, uh, but we got lots of snacks the other day. We got, I got this like on the go, like, like vegan pudding that we're going to try. Vegan pudding? What is- um, and I don't know if it's vegan or vegetarian or just non-dairy. Uh-huh. Maybe it's just non-dairy. Maybe I don't know. It's non-dairy. almond pudding. It's almond chocolate pudding. And like, you know, those like squeeze pouches of fruit mush that they give to children. Yeah, you like those. I like the applesauce ones. I do like the applesauce ones that are apple cinnamon. I'm not judging them, but they are like known. To, I'm just time? trying to relate. Um, and um, uh, they have them in pudding form in this non dairy pudding. Hold on, I think this pup wants to go outside. You want to go out here? Where are you trying to go? Outside. It is hot. So hot. It was like a hundred degrees when I got off work today. Yeah, like a hundred and three at some point when I was driving around. Oh, and mine was like four o'clock, like four thirty. So it had gone down a little, and I got in my car. And it was like ninety nine, and I was like, yeah. oh, "I'm so Horrible. glad I've been inside all day." Horrible. Horrible. Ah, came, my legs are sticking together. In came out, came out of nowhere, honestly, too. Oh, do you know what's really great? Hmm. So it's a hundred degrees right now. Mm-hmm. Monday, when I'm in Oregon, it's gonna be thirty eight and snowing. 
You're going to lose your... Mo- you're going to die. Kill me. <laughs> you hate the cold. You're always freezing. So I'm, bringing, I'm bringing both pairs of my Doc Martens. <laughs> and my uh, my thick pea coat. And, and like, like heavy-duty mittens because your hands are always freezing. Well, we're going to be inside a lot. It's not like you're going to take a two-month-old out in the snow. I guess. But you, like, you're going you're, you're gonna to leave the house to do activities at some point, are you not? I have I've been nominated to take my nephew to and from the bus stop every day. That sounds like it's early. That too. Which means it's colder. I pray for you, my dear Shan. Well, my I told you my sister. Did I tell that story on my podcast how my sister broke her leg? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Here, we're gonna have a small family story time. So uh, my older sisters are my half sisters. I apologize. You know that. I, I apologize if, if if the story has been told, but I don't think it has. Honestly, I don't think so. Like no. the like the shocked face on you. Like, did you know my sister's leg was broken? Valerie? No, no. This is my oldest sister. No, I don't know. I didn't know anybody's leg was broken. Yeah, my so my oldest sister's leg is broken. So about a week ago, my older sister who lives in California, another one of the the um the niece's aunts so like my sister but like not the baby's grandma mm-hmm. or the great it, or the baby's great aunt so she went with my youngest with my um youngest blood niece they went up to oregon for my for my that niece's spring break and we did like two weeks in there well they went up they're my half sister so um my older half sister so they have a brother who i'm not related to but he went up too Mm-hmm. he's about the same age actually as my oldest niece um i think they're like three months age difference uh but so like early 20s ish 24 yeah so they were up in oregon and my sit my oldest sister who's the grandma was having a, a good old time and having fun and decided to wrestle with her brother and he picked her up and dropped her down and she broke her leg <laughs> So it wasn't even like an accident. It was like well, I mean, it was an accident, but it was like but there is a fault. But there is a fault. Yes. Okay. No, it wasn't like he dropped her as he was trying to do something. He picked her up and wrestling slammed her. What? Can I ask how old these folks are? My sister is in her forties. Shoot. Yeah, you do both not. Of my, both of my sisters are in their 40s. As, as like someone who just hit 30. Wrestle with a 24 year old. I wouldn't wrestle oh, with yeah, a 24 yeah. year old at as, 30. As someone who just hit 30 and like I creak every time I move, I can't fathom attempting to challenge a spry a, young 24 yeah. year old. Yep. To I can't fathom. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, and she's in her 40s and has had three kids and is a grandma now. Like, yeah, she's a young grandma, but like, and that's probably what it was. He probably like called her grandma or something, and she was like, "I'm gonna wrestle you, sir. You're 24 and you're a great uncle. Get over yourself. <laughs> you were an uncle at the age of three months old. Like, did not, you did not need to freaking power bomb. Yeah, this, you didn't this, need this 40 to year power. Old like, yeah, um, your 40 so, year old sister. So yeah, so she broke her leg, which is why we've been nominated to take my nephew to and from Christ, the bus stop because man. she can't walk. She's had surgery today on her leg. Oh, and it uh, needed, it was that bad that it needed surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah. Damn, this is crazy. 
so much fun. I, I keep getting, yeah. I keep getting the best Snapchats. Told, you absolutely of, had not told this story, by the way. I keep getting the best Snapchats of like her being immobilized because her leg is broken and my niece leaving on baby toys and saying it's entertainment for mom like and she's trapped with infant toys playing out of just out of reach jeez so that is my story of the week that is insanity I'm going to be doing a lot. I do find it funny the, the last time I went out of town, and you don't know this because well, you might have you might have heard this story in passing. The last time I went out of town to help somebody take care of their new their new baby, who was also, by the way, two months old, that person also had broken their leg. So every time I, yes, I seem to go that, take care that, of a baby. Yeah, that one I do remember because it involves someone being hit by a car. Or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That was my friend in Georgia. She was walking across the parking lot, pushing a stroller in front of her, and a car hit her. Um, luckily, missed the baby. <laughs> Somehow missed the oh stroller and the baby. Holy And crap. then uh, did I ever tell you that that guy was driving without insurance? No. He was driving like a nice fancy car too and he was driving without insurance and was trying to make it seem like she had come over nowhere but the thing is he hit her left leg as she was walking to the parking lot with the stroller like the stroller in front of her so it's facing towards the cars coming from her left so the stroller like got missed getting hit by the car but her leg got hit by the car as she's walking out towards it and he's trying to like she came out of nowhere so if that was true you would have hit the stroller mm-hmm like the stroller was pushed in front of the her. The stroller was coming first. Yeah, the stroller was going so, first. Yeah, he had to pay quite a bit of money and all out, out, all out of pocket, plus having a whole bunch of issues with his license and whatnot because he was driving without insurance. He tried to get ins- his insurance back like the day after and tried to get them to pay. He tried to do that thing. Yeah, like good luck. I don't ever know. That. I don't. I honestly don't even know ever what happened with that. Besides that, I know he had to pay for all of her stuff. Um, besides that, I have no idea. <laughs> never followed up. Have you ever broken anything? Me? Yeah. I split my chin open. <laughs> like. Like, have I not told you my you family like curse? Cut, you, like, cut it open? Have I not? I, uh, we had a family curse when I was little. And it's gone now? It's dissipated? It's gone. It stopped. I don't know why. But, no, yeah, like, for five what years straight, every every year, somebody would end up in the emergency room. No idea. No idea what broke the curse. But, let's see. I pulled a, when I was three, I pulled a dresser over on myself. A whole like an oak dresser that was outside, and I like pulled out the drawers like you know what little kids do like I'm gonna yeah, use this yeah, is yeah. steps. I pulled that out. I was trying to get something on the top because my older sisters had put it up there, and the dresser came down on little old me, and I wouldn't walk on my legs. We had to go to the emergency room. Eventually, I got bored and started walking on my leg because it stopped hurting, so I didn't break it. Um, my little sister uh, the next year pulled a chair over on herself and got like hit her nose really hard and was bleeding. My mom was convinced she like had broken her nose. So that was an emergency room. Didn't break her nose. She was okay. Um, the year after that, I was learning to swim. Maybe it was a couple years after that. At some point, my dad tried to stop a fan and it didn't want to stop and it cut his hand open. Oh my God. Um, and we had to go for that. My mom did like the potato slicer. 
and like, she messed up her hand just real like, bad. She, like peeled a piece yeah, of herself you know, up. Yeah, you know the potato slicers, right? Like the ch -ch 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 -ch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had to go to the emergency room for that. Because when I was little, I, I used them a lot for cucumbers because I would just eat cucumbers and lime. Mm -hmm. And I always just had visions That's of myself delicious. just like... <laughs> Like I yeah. was just yeah. terrified of that. Yeah. I I was swimming. I was learning to swim, and then we were doing a day where you were jumping in the twelve foot deep pool. I was like young too. Like I was probably like six, um, and I was jumping. I didn't want to jump into the middle of the pool because I was terrified. It's twelve feet deep, and I didn't think I was that good of a swimmer. So I and one of my friends in the class who was also scared, we were jumping off just the edge and like grabbing on to the edge as we went down, so we wouldn't go that far, kind of thing. Under the watchful eye of our our trainer, you know, who's a high school student, because was at Pacifica, yikes, um, in summer class, and all of a sudden the guy comes up to me, he's like, "Wait, hold on, tip your chin up." I'd hit my chin apparently on the side and not realized, split it open. I had to get five stitches. Oh. About a year after that, we me were down in the San Diego Zoo. We were supposed to go for my little sister's birthday, and she slipped in the tub. Like, she was so young that she was sh showering still in tandem. Like, you know, when, like, w they're, like, really little, and you don't want them to, like, shower by themselves because they don't know how. Yeah. So she was still doing that, and she slipped on one of the non-slip things. She tripped on one of those and fell, cracked open her chin. Fucking we spent the day irony. Easter weekend Easter weekend slipped we spent on the non-slip grip. She slipped on the non-slip grip. <laughs> Easter weekend we spent in an emergency room in uh, San Diego, where somebody had like had a horrific like motorcycle accident was being airlifted in. So we were there all day for them to finally pull us back, and they did that that surgical glue. They didn't even give her stitches. She got the surgical glue because she split open her chin as well. Oh, surgical glue sounds like painful. Yeah, my mom was, like, real annoyed that she didn't just go get super glue. <laughs> Surgical glue doesn't hurt. Like, it doesn't do anything. She was fine. And she doesn't have a scar, and I do. Boo. Yeah. So, I mean, I've hurt myself many a time since then. I've done, like, crazy things. I've shattered a glass window around my palm. Not around my palm. Around the side of my fist. You know? Mm -hmm. I've jumped on things and, like... I split, oh, you know what? This is a little bit of a story story, but I'll tell this for first. I jumped on the back of a maintenance cart at Knott's and I jumped too hard and I split a blood vessel at the back of my leg. What and for the a while, fuck, Shan? Yes, fine. I didn't go anywhere for that one. I just got a really bad bruise. It was like, it was like, like dark purple. Like it was bad. Oh, it was I like have one of the I, blue. I, I can match you bruise stories because I think I, yeah. You still got it? Can still see it um so it's hard I, i'm not gonna be able to get it on camera unless i move the camera oh, i'll move the camera let me turn the light on so this was back when i was a scene kid and like going to hardcore show love it and this is actually at one of my own shows after we played we were watching the other bands play and i was like hopping in the pit and whatnot and let's see, can you see like the weird discoloration like around up here? Yes. Yeah, so that's a bruise from when I was like 17 or something. Uh, I still okay. Have. So okay. I, we, I was in the mosh pit, hardcore. Do you, you know what hardcore dancing is? Yes. Where like Actually, you're like waving your arms around, like doing spin kicks and stuff like that. Reasons, reasons I would never be in a mosh pit yeah, because so I'm terrified of getting hit. I was super into all that shit. Yeah, that's I, fair. I, I was doing all that type of shit at concerts. So I did one of those super cool ninja spin kicks 
I and I didn't see that uh, directly across from me. Another kid was also doing a cool ninja spin kick, and we ninja spin kicked our legs together, uh. like our shins. That spot where I where I have the bruise, I hit the exact same spot on his leg, and like we were both just like reeling and like out for the rest of the show. Oh, and sh- the bruise literally like it used to go from like literally like here it was like all this Gee. it was just all deep 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 the deepest darkest purple bruise i've ever had in my life to the point where it's still it's still a little bit there see see i okay so two two more bruise stories once i uh was roller skating with my sister and she <clears throat> fell my little sister she fell and she pulled me down and i landed bottom on my elbow like here mm-hmm. on uh you know the fountain valley roller rink right next to the boomers yeah there so on that ground and it like shock waved up my arm and my arm was killing me for like a whole day ended up with a bruise here on my on my bicep not on my forearm yeah, it was just like the force it like, of it, it carried shocked wave up i had a bruise uh. like all here was bruised underneath so i guess my tricep because it's underneath mm-hmm. it was my tricep instead of my bicep and it was just like bruised like heck right before i left um left uh cube smart and storage west right before literally like after i was bruise. gone after you were gone i was carrying the old printer into the back because you know how they gave us that new printer yeah, yeah, yeah. So i was carrying the old one into the back and i was just trying to carry it all in one piece the bottom fell off hit my up my right upper thigh dragged down and it started to fall and i just like i dropped it and i like like blinding pain I literally could pull like pull up and check my pants because I was wearing shorts, I think, that day. I think it was just hot. And I had already, within seconds of dropping it, the blood vessel was shattered. Oh, like, God. I could see it. And I was like, well, I'm yeah. going to do an incident report because yeah. I don't know how bad this is going to get. And I'm like, it was literally the day before my last day, actually, because I, like, talked with um the DM on the phone about it. Mm-hmm. And like was like, hey, just so you know, I just dropped a printer on my leg and it's pretty gnarly already. And I came in like the next day. It was so bad. And it, that bruise lasted me until like the end of January. So it went from the 31st or the 30th until the end of January. And it's still slightly discolored on my leg and it still hurts a little if I push it in the right places. Yikes, man. Like, great. The, the other worst thing that's ever happened to me is uh I was in marching band as a child, as a kid in, yes. in, in high school. And we had this like rivalry with the JROTC kids, which are like yeah, the military fair. kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we had like a yearly football game where we would go to a random park and play like full contact football with no Good. gear or anything. Just like, yeah, of course not. Yeah. You gotta and, be tougher than the football kids. Yeah. And I got tackled into a tree and everything was fine like i had like yeah it hurt at the moment and i was fine for a while my ribs kind of hurt it was fine for a whole entire week i was just walking around and just with like pain and discomfort and a giant bruise right here in my rib area and then i was walking down the auditorium steps on my way out of school a week later the next friday and i breathe in and it's the most painful breath i've ever taken in my life and then did you crack a rib i cracked a rib and I was walking around with it for a whole week. So then literally like collapsed like on the floor of the auditorium. As my mom pulled in to pick me up, she suddenly collapsed on the stairs. Oh my, my like, God, you gave your mom a heart attack. Yes, my mom oh, was like literally like 
dragged me into the cars. I was like screaming, freaking took me directly to like the, the, the urgent care ER. I don't know what it was. And yeah, I had a, I had a cracked rib. And there's nothing you can do except for just wait. Nope. Just Ribs are the worst thing. To bind it and like rub fucking like pain pomade on it or something. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. But Well, I've already told the story about my worst ever injury on here. I told the story of the knots one where I busted my kneecap. Yeah, I think you have told so, that. Like, in my, that. Yeah, because I had like acting up pain where I couldn't stand and my leg was collapsing underneath me. So I was like, here's the story. I think it was like our third podcast. Yeah. Was not very long into it. Well, there but you go. Here's a follow up to our pain that. stories. Welcome, yeah. Welcome to, uh, welcome to April fifteenth. Um, AKA, <laughs> shockingly. Okay, so I looked up a holiday calendar because I needed it for work, and listed on this holiday calendar. Number one, the fifteenth this year is Good Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the day, but it's three days before Easter. So it is also known as the day Jesus died. Is Good Friday? Okay. Um. Okay, so this is the day Jesus died, okay? It's also listed on this national holiday calendar, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. It's like, what is it? What? This isn't a holiday. Why are you labeling that? Like, why are we so... No, that should be in, celebrating like, this should, that like, should be in like history books when you're learning about American history, but why does it need to be on the freaking... Why is it on my holiday calendar? calendar? Yeah. Why is it on my who's like is nobody celebrating the assassination of abraham lincoln and if they are we shouldn't let them know what day it was what the hell maybe we make it a little harder for them to find out that information how did you, oh you just looked at me this mindset it's on a holiday calendar oh yeah. it's oh it's like on a physical one no it was a it was like a digital oh okay so I looked up like national holiday calendar you know how like we used to do that at storage so we had like random little holidays to celebrate Mm-hmm. The ones that we would write on our giant calendar. Yes, we were right so that we could like get free food and shit. It was like some random like holiday calendar that I've never used before, and I will probably never find again. I'm sure. Now that I'm looking for it, yeah, and it told me that April fifteenth. You know, Emancipation Day observance as well. Maybe because. So it's just That's like holiday. Li- so is that is literally like everything yes. related to Abraham Lincoln listed on the calendar? Mm-hmm. Big big A blinkheads over there. I can't, huh? I can't find yeah, I can't find like anything. I can't find the calendar that I used the other day. Like well. But yes. Happy happy apparently assassination. No, not happy. Unhappy as happy <laughs> unhappy assassination of Abraham Lincoln Day. I don't doing great. Doing great. No, I'm doing great. <laughs> okay, well, on a much weirder, but also uh, uh I found the calendar. Sadder note and also like also equally little information about it. Um, we're gonna mix in some true crime for once because something happened. Something was discovered 11 hours ago today. I actually, I actually read that article yesterday. Oh, you read it yesterday. There yeah, you go. I got a Twitter news story about it. There go ahead. Go. Go, yeah, like, tell me more. So, Irvine, California, just a little preface out here it's is known. not that far from us. It's also known as the bubble. It's known as, like, one of the safest uh, cities in all of the U.S. or something like that. It's always on, the, on that list or whatever. So, like supposedly it's like by the way bullshit there's like i know 
playing people who go there like sell a bunch of drugs and like all this shit to all the students. Yeah, because like, don't as many people look at them. The cops are like fucking lazy yeah. as shit because it's Irvine. Because it's Irvine. Uh, so this story uh, is from Irvine, California, where police find three severely decomposing bodies in a California home during a welfare check. Officials believe the three bodies had been inside the Irvine home for 12 to 16 months. Yes. So the article um, actually had them. They did a wellness check. They were called by relatives. The police were called by the relatives to do a wellness check because they, they, they were actually them in a year. They were actually called by Canadian police officers at the request of family of members. the relatives. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So the Canadian police got involved. I knew that here. it was a welfare check. Yeah, but yeah. So they, the that means the original people were Canadian. And, or the original fa- like the family that needed to check on them and couldn't get a hold of them was Canadian. So they mm-hmm. reached out and yeah, they, um, they're like, Hey, can you check on our family? Go check on the family. Nothing seems wrong from the outside of it, by the way. And they go in and yep. Three badly decomposed bodies. Uh, they did find a weapon. I believe, I believe it was a handgun. So they think it was a domestic, uh, case. Yeah. They're um, looking, they're looking at- but there is good, murder, yeah. But there is good, yeah. There is good solid reason why um, nobody checked on this family prior. So because it's Irvine, they lived in a neighborhood with a homeowners association. The homeowners association was in charge of the landscaping. So their their house always looked tip top shape, super Beautiful. clean, mm-hmm. the all well maintained up from other, the outside. Another reason, another reason to hate home. But like were they not getting paid their dues? Like or was it coming out of maybe an automatic bank it's account? Probably coming out of an automatic bank account. Probably. The thing probably. is like if there's people like roaming around the house like doing yard work, like th- does it not smell outwards? Like the three mm-hmm. decomposing bodies can't be contained the smell can't be contained for like that that well i mean i, I mean, say, I mean, you know but I mean? Like, like depending on because i've seen landscapers who wear face masks so they don't pull up all that debris mm-hmm. you know like and that might muffle the smell enough especially because it had to get through the house they're irvine built homes so it's not like they're like dry like just drywall like they're pretty solid i mean it was a home not a, like an apartment where they just put paper walls in between people but it's one of those money. copy and paste gated community homes so it is but like those are not i mean they're not built poorly mm. i don't know well i don't think we have enough information to say either that's way true. that's true uh but like if it's all closed the blinds were all done because if it was a been about a year maybe it was during the harder part of it so they had the blinds and everything closed especially if they're having a family dispute in the middle of Irvine. Blinds don't, the blinds don't get dusty in a year like no not necessarily um so dust is like 90 percent dead human skin as we shed it because our skin is growing new stuff so if they're dead and their skin isn't is decaying inside of itself rather than flaking off, not really. And they obviously didn't have any pets because no matter what, your pet will eat you. Yeah, your pet will definitely eat you. Yeah, dogs will eat you first because they get more anxious than cats. But da 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 da. So yeah, there's not Sorry. much information. It's not yet. It just happened. 
So um, if there's any sort of update, we'll try and follow up. But yeah, there's, there's, I don't think there's much to be discovered here. It's hard to get even identification on the bodies because they're decayed so bad, according to these people. So super, super crazy thing to have happened like right down the freeway from us. Man. Do, you know what, do you know what else happened just down the freeway from us? Hmm. Um, all of a theme park lost power today. Knots? Universal Studios. Oh, that's a little bit. That's a bit further down the freeway. It's a bit further down the freeway, but it is. I mean, we can go if we oh, wanted yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, Universal Studios lost power today, and we... people were trapped on rides for quite a while. Oh my god! For how long? Uh, I just got the Twitter about it. I got trapped on Indiana Jones for like maybe two minutes the other day and i was like losing my shit well i when i worked at knots half of the park went out of power um so like and they were on for a good while because you have to the problem is when that many rides go down at once you have to um evacuate them properly and you have to do it in a certain way mm-hmm. and you need the manpower in order to do it and you have to walk out these rides entirely in case the power came back on. The rides wouldn't move and, like, hurt somebody who's trying to help you or knock somebody off who's attempting to leave the ride. So you have to shut off all these power. Um, but because of that, then people end up trapped on rides for longer so that you can make sure they're gotten off safely. Because you basically, you stand in the control panel and you, like, turn it off and you lock it. But nobody can go down there until you have enough people to do all the steps that you need to do mm-hmm. so like my ride because of where the people were i was on the pony express it was one of the last ones to be evacuated because it's easier and one of the first ones that they had to evacuate was actually um bigfoot rapids so here's a fun fact about bigfoot rapids and like they had to actually emergency evacuate all the time but with that ride as it starts to get to where that ramp is Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes they have to stop the ramp, right? Because they've got, like, number one, they'll have to stop it for safety reasons if somebody's getting too close to, like, getting hurt, like, on that turntable. You also have to stop it for things like um, handicap, right? So that they have the time to get on and off safely. Well, if the ramp backs up and those boats start to pile up in the actual water, as they keep bumping each other, at some point... If it keeps going, they have to know the person who's in charge of stopping that turntable has to keep an eye on that because it's like a couple boats deep. And if another one hits, they'll start flipping. Oh, crap. So they would have to evacuate all the time. Now, the water, now the power went down. So they hit the emergency ride and that drains all the water. So anytime they hit that, it drains all the water. But until they do that, like even with the power out, that water as it's going through would still go. So they had to cut the power so the water would all drain out so they didn't have to worry about those boats backing up mm-hmm. because of the because of the power outage um, when we were there. So like there's certain rides that take priority. I got to assume that any water ride would take priority because if the boats back up, physics can make them flip. So you have to get those people out of those rides first before a roller coaster you know like roller coasters have breaks at a certain point and you're stopped and you're not going anywhere yeah you're chilling and those breaks are at correct places so you're stopped like completely you're not stopped upside down 
I was You're, just thinking. I was just thinking about that. I was just saying, how? What if you stop upside down? But no, they don't have not. brakes there. The momentum, well, the physical, well, all the of the things like loop, exactly the loop, and then you stop after the loop. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, and they have enough brakes, so like that's why trains only run at certain times, and they can only send like they have to wait sometimes if they like get everybody in the train too fast. They have to wait before they send it again because they have to time it right. Otherwise, they can hit each other. Like they need to have the stop. Like there has to be a stop in between each one mm -hmm. so that if something like that happens, one car could stop at one place and one car can stop at the other so they don't run into each other. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, LA County firefighters were working until 11. Eight, uh, 11. How were they working until 11? It's only 8. Was it 11 a.m.? Was it stuck at 11 a.m.? Maybe a.m., yeah. Mm, oh no 11 stuck on universal ride as the power okay um several rides were reportedly stuck around 5 p.m prompting calls to rescue crews thursday as the power outage affected universal studios firefighters with los angeles county fire department responded to the park um and assisted in freeing about 11 park goers the fire department officials told the news outlet that the calls from assistance came in around 3 45 and that the Transformers, the ride 3D was one which 11 people became stuck. Crews were able to remove everyone safely with no injuries because they, we 100% after walking at a theme park, you, we practice that like once a quarter is getting you off of our ride. Mm. And we practice from like, if it was to stop somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, or if it was to stop at the dock and they were trapped in their strengths and how to manually get them out of those, all of it. Like, they practice that a lot. It's very rare that the people do not know what they're doing when they get you off. Mm. Um, so a spokesperson for Universal Studios shared the following statement with ABC. As a result of the power interruption from SoCal Edison, we experienced a brief power dip, which resulted in exiting guests from some rides. Power has been fully restored, and we're working on getting the few remaining attractions back online. And the theme park remains fully open, which they usually do. Like... Most um, theme parks have uh, backup generators for this reason. So it's crazy that you have like an inside look to the theme park life. I do. That does mean because I worked at the theme park for so long that anytime I get put in restraints, I check them again. <laughs> I don't trust them. Yeah, you should, see me. you should see me in a grocery store. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You work in the industry, you, you will check things like a million and a half times, whatever industry you're in. But yeah. Like everybody in there, like I hate when people are like the roller coaster. I could never, and I'm like, it's fine. You would have been fine. I know everybody knows on those what to do. Like the scariest part of that power interruption was the fact that one of those, one of those roaring rap. Mine was fine. Was literally like I just had to wait to get the approval to to exit them off because maintenance has to give the approval. Mm -hmm. Anytime a ride goes down, that low, like it's called the low zone. So any of that area that's like fenced off that's not regularly accessed it's called the low zone that's why there's danger sites it's where you can get it's like there was a guy who his hat fell off at one of the one of the six flags on batman mm -hmm. and they wouldn't get it for him because it was in a low zone it fell off one of the loops and so he hopped the fence to go in there and he got kicked in the head um by because batman's a a, a a foot hanging one mm -hmm. so he was underneath one of the things and it came down and it hit him it hit him here he hit, he had no more <laughs> He died. That's why there's a sign that says don't go into them. 
stay died. active. Like, it, uh, yeah, someone, kicked active. His, someone kicked his head off? Yeah. Your foot going that fast into a neck? Yeah. Holy Those crap. rides, those rides, like Pony Express was the slowest one How in the park. How was the foot? Huh? How probably was the destroyed. foot? Probably destroyed. That person probably had so much therapy they had to go through too because like I can't imagine it it decapitated that person. So I can't imagine it was clean either. Um, Pony Express was the slowest ride in the slowest coaster in Knott's Berry Farm. It's 45 miles an hour. 45 miles an hour. And that's the slowest. Fuck, man. Yeah. As soon, but so that's why we have to get permission from maintenance to be like, yes, you can you can evacuate these people out. We say that's that it's the best option in this is not to wait for the power to come back on. It's to take them off. And that's why they will also wait until you they know you have enough. And usually you have enough on your crew anyway, but you need somebody at the exit, at the end of the exit, so people aren't running up the exit trying to take pictures. You need somebody at the entrance to tell people that we're closed for now. Um, and then you need, for the Pony Express, you needed one person to stand on the ri- on the coaster itself with them one person to stand on the stairs that are that are considered our SOP ladder, like our, our evacuation ladder, but they're like those like ones that move that are stairs kind of. Mm-hmm. By the way, they have to go down and backwards. Otherwise, it, you have to go down and backwards. It's required. So we have to like, we lead them backwards down as we're going backwards down. And then somebody to receive them at the bottom of the stairs to take them out of that, um, that restricted area mm-hmm. to lead them to the gates. You need at least three people. Plus I needed two maintenance people underneath to um release the restraints with a special compression of release um and like we had to communicate back and forth to each other like clear clear like like that i wasn't in the way that the person wasn't going to move and hurt themselves and then i had to tell them a special way to get off and to walk around the because the stairs once they're planted they don't move but Mm -hmm. we have to take everyone from the front of the train through so you start at the back of the train and you work your way forward like sounds like a lot of shit man it is it is. It's a lot of training, but that's like that's what I'm saying. Like we train that, like at least once a quarter, we showed people how to evacuate off. When it was in the dock, I had this special key. If the restraints wouldn't come down, that meant the ride was broken, and, and we had to manually get them out. We had the special key to do it and to get them out. Like when people tell you to stay sitting, when people tell you to stay where you're supposed to be, and they work on a ride, stop. It's a giant piece of machinery. Yes, it's all fun and games when it works properly. It is a giant piece of machinery. That's why there's rules. That's why there's height requirements. That's why there's these people who run the ride that are experts that know what they're doing. We're trained to look for things like that. We're trained to listen for strange sounds. Because it will kill you. It can kill you. It 100% can kill you. It's not a joke. Don't stop patting your kid's shoes. I'm st- I'm like freaking still losing it over the Batman head guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you heard about the kid on water park that he didn't fit in right, and he um, there like he lifted out of his seat too far, and he he got hit by one of the like covers. Like it was like this bar that went across, and he got decapitated too. You had the lady at Knott's when Peril. Do you remember Peril's yeah, punch? That, that's the only one that, like, always that I know that I knew about as it like happened. You know what happens all the time? Was a lady that fell out of Perilous plunge, then got run over by the thing, right? 
Yes. So the restraints yeah. didn't fit her and she was holding them together and the person checking the restraints did either didn't check them properly or thought it'd be fine that her weight would keep her in. But it's like a, it was a 90 degree drop. And so she fell out and she got run over. So they had to make the restraints bigger because of that. And then like, I never actually got to ride that ride because I was never big enough to fit those restraints. Jeez. Um, like 100%, like these things are in place for a reason. These rules are not like park operators do not care. They're not trying to sit there. They're literally just don't want to watch. Like they know like something could happen and they don't want to watch it happen. Yeah. Please listen to them. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy things that can happen. Well, this episode took a weird turn. Sorry. Would you like, um, I have two, I, let's do the funny story. All right, what's the funny story? We'll do two funny stories. Number one, Olivia Rodrigo dropped her uh, Grammy at the, or dropped one of her Grammys and broke it in half. Okay, pause. You know, have I, have I talked shit? on her to you yes, yet you have about how she steals everything and she's a mad plagiarizer yes, she has. And i actually to, told my niece about it it was she's had to credit multiple artists retroactively for yes, she has yeah okay well let me sell it let me send you this Give tweet here because she's also plagiarized music videos i know i know you know about that but how about her grammy reactions and her whole ass grammy night including the dropped grammy I didn't. I didn't watch it. What happened? No, go ahead. I just sent you a link onto Twitter. Go ahead and. Uh, I mean, on, okay. on, on Discord. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. I find it. I don't want to sign into Twitter. I just want to look at the tweet. Oh wait, I might not have sent you the right thing. Oh, you sent it as a message. Did you send it as a message? I sent you. No, I sent you a link to my. To, it would have taken you to your messages. This is dumb. That's probably uh, okay. I swear I'm not. A boomer who doesn't know how to work computers. There you go. Also, like the yeah. Somebody else like made a tweet. Her reactions, her dress, her faces, even the dropped Grammy with the surprise face, all copied straight from Taylor Swift. Somebody else they commented that she copied it from her too. Hold on. It was like in a reply to that tweet that I put in. And of course she won uh, Grammys because she's an industry plant genetically engineered to win Grammys with her stolen music. That's already been a hit before. Fucking, I hate Olivia Rodrigo so I know. much. I know. But I'm, I'm glad she broke her Grammy in half. Um, where the hell? Somebody replied in this. I'm like, like making all of these ones reply out. Uh, Somebody tweeted in all like caps. Why'd she get them in the first place? She doesn't even know what she's doing. A hundred percent. She doesn't. That's not what I wanted. And then Kel also sent me. Did you see that? Like the the you know her like big song driver's license or whatever. Yeah. You know, like the boy that it's about is also from the same High School Musical show. Yeah. And that he supposedly came out and said that he had like crazy like panic and anxiety attacks after the song came out because of all the listen listen i do think listen okay so a couple things he is a tool because he was over he's over 18 when they were dating and she was young enough that she couldn't have a driver's license Mm -hmm. so he is a tool and then he switched from dating her to dating the blonde chick from girl meets world 
And she wrote a song about know. Olivia Rodrigo, by the way. She also does music. She also does music. What is this mess love triangle? It's like it's a hot mess. And the fact is, like, they weren't actually dating because they couldn't actually date because she was under 18 and he was over 18. So, like, they kind of were like attracted to each other and saw each other a lot. So they made comments together. But let's see how old he is. Um, I'm just gonna look up, oh god. High school musical the musical the series drama series by the way it's called a oh it's a, a drama, drama series, series. Okay. so he is joshua bassett joshua bassett is how old give me an age please he has, a new, he has a new show coming out soon it looks horrible it what is it better nate than never some shit oh like yeah that. yeah 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 that didn't look good um so he is currently 21 okay Joshua Bassett is currently 21. Olivia Rodrigo is currently 19. So he's about three years older than her. Mm-hmm. So when she wrote the, when she was writing the song Driver's License, she was like 17. Like she didn't have her license yet and she didn't have time to get it, like without, like with the permit or anything. So mm-hmm. uh, she, like, that's why the song is called Driver's License. I got my driver's license. We always talked about it. So she couldn't get her driver's license before. So she was like 17. He was like two years older than her. So he would have been like 1920. Mm-hmm. So kind of, like they weren't dating because she like they he wouldn't date her because she was um underage because she was underage so they weren't actually dating they were talking about dating but then he moved on which is his prerogative you probably still shouldn't have talked about dating with her you should have been like yo we're not gonna talk about this until you're old enough to date me mm-hmm. um like we're not gonna talk about like things that we'll do like we can talk as friends but it has to stay at a friendly level um uh but yeah so then he started dating sarah carpenter sarah carpenter right yeah i don't know man i barely know copy paste name sarah carpenter who is 25 i just call her copy paste sarah that's olivia rodrigo she's copy paste sarah carpenter is the chick from girl meets world Mm. and she's 25 oh she old yeah she's like yeah so, like, she's well within an age range, though, for a 21-year-old to date. Yeah. Like, that's fine. So, they started dating, and the song Driver's License was, like, to pick fun at her. And it's like, she's, a, like, a complete adult. He came, and he wasn't dating you. And you want to write this bash song and, like, bash on her for doing what? Where'd you, you, where, where'd you get so much information on this? TikTok when it first came out. TikTok? I don't know, man. TikTok when it first came out. Uh... Because I assume it was huge on TikTok, the song. Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not a, like, listen, I don't like her. And it's copying and pasted from a lot of songs, which is why I like it. But it is catchy. <laughs> the only one that I give her credit for being catchy, and it also stole it, is one, this one called Deja Vu. Yes. That one's catchy. They're trying to say that uh, Dua Lipa stole um, Levitating. Oh, shit. That's a good song. It is a good song, and it's just like some of the background is like, well, this this entire episode is just going to be us rambling. Hey, that's fine. We only got about seven minutes left, so here we go. No, no bits, guys. Uh, I'm looking up levitating drama. Oops, all tangents. Back to our roots. Mm-hmm. Dua Lipa levitating drama, levitating 
through the drama of <laughs> that's a great episode um article title morning brew i uh, appreciate you levitating through the drama of dua lipa's copyright cases Jeez. that's i mean that's good mm-hmm. um so she but her uh so she's selling out stadiums uh but her biggest song levitating from 2020 it uh, runs the risk of ruining her summer um so who's suing who the first suit against lipa is a florida reggae uh renegade group uh article sound system reggae or renegade reggae sorry okay did i say renegade? you said renegade renegade okay alleges she copied a portion of their 2017 song love uh, live your life the second complaint from songwriters l russell brown and sandy lindsner take things back a little bit further accusing Lipa of ripping off their 70s disco trap wiggle and giggle all night but Dang. like i've heard both of them mm-hmm. and they're not like it looks it sounds like she was inspired by them but not like a rip off of them it's like one of those things that like, people are like they ripped me off and it's like did they really or did you just have a catchy beat that's like pretty common in music it's not like my boy bad bunny who Decided to put a Missy Elliott sample in one of his songs and didn't clear it with Missy Elliott. Bad plan. So guess what happened? That song he gets half a percent on and Missy Elliott gets 99.99999 of those profits. So uh, Dua Lipa is not the only major artist. Apparently Ed Sheeran is uh, in a legal battle with the songwriters of um, Chokri? C-H-O-K-R-I? Shockery? I don't know. I guess. Sure. Their song, Oh Why, and they say that Aired Sharon's ripping off it for uh, Shape of You. Mm. Um, uh, so the issues don't always end in court, though. In August, Olivia Rodrigo retroactively added members of the band Paramore to the credits of her uh, Good For You after the similarities to Misery Business um, were highlighted online. But apparently, uh, Lipa's case added, might... She also added Taylor Swift and Jack Anson afterward. Yep. Uh, this is just listing, I think, one of them. Uh, but Lipa's case might not end so peacefully. In the case of Levitating and Live Your Life, which is the um, reggae group mm-hmm. song, uh, both songs are in the key of B minor and share essentially the same chord progression. And several viral videos have highlighted just how similar the songs are at some point. But the two songs sounding alike, even exceptionally alike, is only a fraction of the evidence required to prove a copyright violation in music because... Mm-hmm. Being in the key of B. Because because you can't own notes and keys, exactly. Yeah, like... Yeah, we were just having this discussion... I was telling telling Eric about the Bad Bunny, Missy Elliott thing the other day, and we were just having that same discussion about, like, you can't own notes, beats, and rhythms. Like, so much music is made that at some point, sometimes someone's going to come out with the same thing or something similar. It doesn't mean it's stolen, necessarily. It's just music, you know what I mean? Yep. Can't own notes. You can't own, yeah, you can't own notes. You can't say that you, it's like the like, consistent thing of like, but you also have parallel thinking. Like, you can have, be inspired by the same source and make almost identical art to someone, but that doesn't mean they stole it from you. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody see, like, you like can't. A, a prime example is well, my friend Vince. You, you know, Vince, yeah. he makes music. Yeah. He's always made like um, lo-fi hip-hop beats, like chill beats that you can let people put on the study and stuff like that with little samples and stuff like that. 
I used to party and go out and 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 go to raves with Eric and we used to listen to a bunch of house music and we used to go like house music clubs and stuff like that. We were into that. Vince never was. Vince never went to a rave with us. He never went to a deep house club or anything like that that we went to. But this man just started out of nowhere making house. Never listened to it. Never was around it. Never was around us when we were into it. And he's making stuff that like is reminiscent of like really good 2012, 2013 house, but he has no reference point. That's just what his brain spit out as house, you know what I mean? Yup. See the right. So the writers in for uh, the 80s, the 70s songs point to interviews where Lipa makes vague statements about emulating prior areas, eras and taking inspiration from the past because that album was called Future Nostalgia. But claimants have also to demonstrate that the song they're accusing someone of is uh, copying is in itself original and that like, like, but apparently experts say the rhythm of all the songs involved in the Dua Lipa lawsuit can also be found in music by the Jackson 5, by Outkast, among others. So in other words, it's just too common to say that that's deliberate. Exactly. It's like, it's like, what's that, what's that viral video that went on when we were in college? It's like every song has the same four chords and they yeah. know what to list. Like, like the commercial chord progression thing. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, I love Taylor Swift, but a lot of her songs are the same chord progressions. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's it's music. I mean, like there's some like artists that that chord progression is their jam and that's where they're going to stay. So you can't, but you can't say like, it was stolen when it's a calm. Yeah, I'm with you. So, interesting stuff, interesting tangents. Always a good discussion. But yeah, that's pretty much gonna do it for us here on this on this episode of the podcast. Sorry, it was a weird one. We knew it was gonna be a little weird because we had to do two in a row. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. If you want to find me on the internet, you can find me at Knife Life Osc, Knife Life OSC. Make sure you check out my other podcast, Pod Boys Advance, comes out every Sunday on my YouTube channel, Knife Life Media, going over the latest and greatest in gaming. So check that out if you want to find Shan on the internet. You can find me on Twitter at Lady Shan Rock, and you can find me on TikTok at Adventure Lady. Um, you can tweet at me and bother me. Um I fight people at dawn, so you know we're still waiting on that. Um, mm-hmm, but we'll mm-hmm. fight them. We'll fight them at dawn. It's be fine. Maybe by uh, the maybe by the next podcast, we'll have a juicy update on our potential Dungeons and Dragons campaign that we, probably that, that we have that, that we have starting up soon. Yeah. So yeah, until next time, that's gonna do it for us here. My name is Oscar. My name is Shan. This has been an hour chat, and you can still take antlers on a plane. Bye. Bye.